This week on Show Me Your Noobs, Pyrosphere in the Smash Brothers update, Nintendo 2DS revealed, and Gamescom 2013 are discussed. Also, the big Smash DDoS attack and Yomicon panels in the soapbox segment, Call of Duty killing chivalry is our hilarity of the week, and much more. There's no guest this week, as recording was kind of an impromptu decision due to our busy schedules. Hey, gaming world, I implore you to... Show me your news! And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's... Show me your news! Your favorite Super Smash Brothers Brawl podcast from 2007 continues to cover the latest in the video game industry at showmeyournews.com. Now, let's join the show. Welcome! Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko, and I am soothed by the Louis C.K. Pandora channel. <laughs> I am Super, and I am soothed by this nice glass of fuse. I'm Tony, and I haven't had a soda in a week. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. That's awesome. What is Fuse? I can't say I've heard it up around this area. Is it an energy uh, drink? It's not an energy drink. It's a, it's a fruit drink. Uh, that's basically what it's called. It's just Fuse. That's the brand. Oh, part- okay. Now I've heard it. Yeah. Fuse is the brand. It, this is strawberry melon. See, with Tony following up with pop, I'm like, or, or soda... Because we call it pop in Michigan, I was like, I haven't I heard of soda. that. <laughs> that no, you're. you're mm. Fuse totally sounds like an energy drink, though. It does, but that's it's like so- surge, which was yeah. really caffeinated. Anyway, we are part of the SMYN network at ShowMeYourNews.com, and our top stories today for episode 142 of the podcast on not Saturday. It's actually Thursday, August mm. 29th, 2013. Uh, the Smash update this week delivered a new stage to the Wii U version. So that may have implications on a character that is wanted for this version of the game. Uh, also, the Nintendo 2DS. That's not a joke, that's a thing. And we also got a price drop for the Wii U. We'll talk about that. Also, Gamescom happened in Köln, Germany. And so there are... Sony implications, there are Microsoft implications, we'll talk about that news that broke there. The hilarity of the week this week. Did Call of Duty kill chivalry? CNBC asked the question and they just kind of failed all over the place. We've got our story pool. Games that are actually out recently as opposed to our last episode a couple weeks ago. We'll get on our soapbox, we'll give YouTube recommendations as we wrap up the show. No guests this week. Uh, We kind of had a interesting timing situation where I was talking to these guys like, hey, what's your weekend happening like? Oh, didn't you hear? We're doing this tonight. Let's roll. Well, I was under the impression he was going to tell you and he's like, dude, you always do it. So we so yeah, we, goofed, so my bad. Yeah, so it was kind of a, a rush for us much I less to... I feel like to, it's equally his fault though. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. Much less to uh, to pull a guest last minute. So there is a lot to cover anyway. We're going to have a full hour and a half of a show here. We're going to start, oh, yeah. though, with 
what are you playing? Where we you know briefly touch on the games you've been playing in the last couple of weeks. And we start with Super. What have you been playing? Uh, I have been quite busy uh, between a tournament recently uh, for Project M and. I haven't had much time for other games, but I finally did start playing Kid Icarus Uprising again. Hmm. And I beat Medusa. I had no life left when I did it. And I started spamming these... uh, When you're flying, you get these ultra sky attack things that build up over time. And I just... I realized it was at the end of the battle. I had no health left, and I'm just like, I'll just spam it. Hmm. I just had them saved up, so I just used them real quick, and it ended the battle for me. I'm like, all right, good. That works. So I'm in, like, part two of the game or something like that, because that was chapter nine, and this is now chapter ten. Mm, uh, uh... New new antagonist. So um, it's, it's, <coughs> it's good. I like it. Problem, I don't have my stylus anymore. Uh, Ooh, uh-oh. Yeah, after the tournament... Uh, I brought it out, and it did not have the stylus in it anymore, so I gotta go buy one. That's kind of important for that game. Yeah, it, uh, I used a pencil earlier. <laughs> I would not trust a no. pencil it, on my 3DS it, screen. It's a mechanical pencil. Did you ever get those, uh, Sonic Chronicles, uh, styluses? No. They're pretty nice. They're pretty, you know, I know any window and whatnot, but they're a lot bigger and thicker, so they're just, like, easier to hold and stuff. I know. Preemptively, I got that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come up with your own jokes in your own mind, everyone. Yep, just go nuts. But I've got some extras laying around for that reason. Okay. Anything else for you, Super? Shut up. <laughs> uh, just some Legend of Zelda. I beat the third temple. I don't know how I pulled it off. It's a lot of jumping around and, like, wishing for the best. Those red axe-throwing, I guess they're moblins, or they look like orcs, to be honest, or bipedal rhinos or something. But those things cool. are broken as hell. Did you, uh, did you happen to see Gerard's uh, Defended on Zelda 2? No. You should, you should do that, since you're saying it's not all that terrible. He, he it has, really he isn't. It, pretty well. it was a good episode. Yeah, I agree. It's a very strong game, I'd be honest. Yeah, check that out. Mm-hmm. And anything else? You, you uh, don't have Mean Bean Machine on here, Super. No, I don't have Mean Bean. <laughs> uh, Tony and I... Tony came up to uh, the Smash tournament, and he hung at our uh, hotel room uh, for one night. And we booted up Mean Bean Machine. Apparently, Tony plays that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I've never had anyone to play that with, and I wrecked his ass. <laughs> hey, and I beat him twice. He beat me 20 sometimes. But I just... It almost sounds I like, was, and I helped. Yeah. I was so proud that I legit beat him twice. He killed himself twice, too. Oh, yeah. I, like, I, I did nothing. I did nothing, and like things are going to hell on my side of the board. He's just got all these combos built up, and then he just ups and kills himself. Just he just builds a tower and kills himself, and I just look like, over oops. and like how did how did I how did I win exactly? It, it's funny because uh, I would like get mad because like I had combos ready and he'd die, and I'm like you bastard. 
had like eight things coming your way. Uh, if anyone plays that game and is going to Yomicon, please play me because I want somebody to play, play that with. Or Kirby's Avalanche because it's essentially the same game. But whatever version of it, I'll play it with you. And I'm no good at it. Yeah. It's a good sport, though. It, if it came out for, like, the 3DS, I'd play it a bit. Oh, yeah. We might have the Game Gear version of it, which is kind of crappy. There's a Game Gear? Oh, yeah, I guess there is. Hey, I think, she, yeah, I think they do have it. I'm just going to go here and mute my mic for a second. Okay. Tony, I'm done. Tony what is your playing? Uh, I only got one game on here, as you can see. But it's not because I'm, like, not playing games. I got Mario Luigi Dream Team on here, and I've amassed over 40 hours on it. Wow. So that any free time I have has been on that. So how uh, is that? I really, really like it. Uh, there are some things wrong with it. Uh, Yahtzee was first to point this out. Or maybe not first, but he did point this out. Uh, there's giant Luigi battles in uh, the Dreamland where you'll turn into a giant Luigi, and I have to do a similar... I scripted fight where you turn to the 3DS sideways and you tilt and you stylus and they're cool. Uh, they're they're a little irritating sometimes. Seems like the enemies do a lot more damage to you. But the thing that he pointed out, which I completely agree with, is you grind and you get your stats up and you grind and you grind and then when that boss fight comes, it doesn't matter because mm. it's more or less scripted and that is a bummer. And I've done like four of them and I know there's a fifth one because. He spoiled it, but it's like Mario, so... Mm. Spoilers, it's Bowser. Oh, oh no. Which is kind of funny, though, because Bowser's not really the antagonist in a lot of Mario RPGs. It's not the best for, like, little reasons like that. Also, I don't... I've, like, barely used any items because uh, badge effects are nice, but uh, you can buy, like, the cheapest healing item and just, like, get, like, 90 of them really easy if you're if you're fighting a lot and you have a lot of coins and just heal that way mm. like between battles I've like barely used any items in battle and uh, in the dream world you're only Mario with like Luigi boosting effects so having one turn you like really don't want to use items because then it's like okay now you're going to get attacked again so but it's not it, a disappointment like Sticker Star was. No, no it's really good there, there are some things wrong with it but I just love Mario RPGs I love Luigi and this one's very fun. Uh, I'm trying to get to level 40 because you get, like, another rank and you get to visit a little, like, shop with, I'm sure, a bunch of cool armor or something I honestly don't know before. I'm not finished yet. I'm, like, in Bowser's oh, wow. Castle. But I'm at level 37, and I know you get stuff, you get level 40, so I'm actually going to do that before I beat the game because, I mean, come on. <laughs> Sounds like it's a good idea, and that's that's how they get you with leveling and grinding and all that. Oh, yeah. it's a good It's a good reward system. There's also, like, little reward systems of, like, not getting hit. And that's, like, stupid. Like, I can't do it. <laughs> it's like, they don't want me to get hit at all. I'm like, come on. You want me to survive, like, ten rounds of attacks and not oh, get hit? Oh, yeah, I saw part. some of those. Kind of like little achievement things. Yeah, but they give you, like, gear and stuff. But mm -hmm. the little bit of a completionist there means, like, annoyed because I can't do that. That's, that's hard. Yeah. That's it. It's really good. Check it out. Here's right. an update. There is Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine on uh, the Game Gear version. Oh. Yep. How about that? On the Wii or on the... That sounds like 3DS. 3DS. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, go ahead. Gosh, it's sad when you can tell 
the menu music playing oh, yeah, from a distance right. in a microphone. <laughs> uh, what am I playing? I am. I finished up the Ace Attorney HD trilogy on iPad and finished that up with Trials and Tribulations HD. That game is so good. Mm-hmm. Like every case yep. means something. It's strung together in a. It's a kind of complex narrative order because it just kind of jumps around a timeline a little bit, but it really makes sense when everything comes together and there's really good foreshadowing. Uh, I forgot how much I really enjoyed that game. I, there's a reason it's on my top 10 narratives list on the SMYN Top 10 show. Then I hesitantly started Pikmin 3. I got about uh-huh. two and a half hours into it. I got to the Tundra where you're looking for the captain and you get the electric Pikmin. Really? And I hit... There's an electric one? Uh, the, ye- the yellow. Yellow. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the kind I, thought of like meant, in... I, thought, I thought the electric pick was just a brawl thing. No. No, no. Oh. So... Uh, I don't... I don't remember. I think they can, like, uh, tackle electric fences in one, but then they can't in two. Like, it's weird. Mm. It's something weird like that. They'd be thrown farther. Um, I hit the breaking yeah. point with the game where not only am I terrible at strategy to begin with, and it was doing a good job, you know, leading me through the game, but I was getting to the point where it was... I was hitting a wall where, you know, the days would end, and I had, you know, six or seven fruits... So I could, you know, extend the days I could play, I guess, because it does the whole weird time-based system. But I was uh-huh. getting to the end of the day and like, hurry up, time is running out. And I'm like, I'm so far estranged from so many of my Pikmin. It would be a massacre. I can't help I have to do this again. And when I was playing that day for the third time, I'm like, I'm not liking this. I can't do this well. I can admit to that. I had... I already admitted on this show that I was going to be terrible at it, but you know I got to experience a good, good little bit of Pikmin Three, and it's a well-made game for those that can play those style of games. Beautiful too. Mm-hmm. It is. It does look really nice, especially in HD. And for those that have if played you like previous that ones. camera and like zoom in and focus and stuff, it's like crazy in the amount of detail and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was doing the uh, the best control scheme in that you have the uh, Wii Remote and Nunchuck, but then you have the gamepad in your lap so like that kind of acts as the map that you can look down but you kind of have a little more control where you can lock on and strafe with the uh Wii remote and nunchuck you can do more precision pointing with the remote so that's like i guess the best way to play supposedly well and people are accustomed to that from the Wii ports of one and two as that's well true. that's true yeah solid snake 120 says why is no one playing tales of zelia lots of people in the community are we I aren't. hope they're not paying 90 Zillia, bucks for Zillia is only for PS3, isn't it? Yes. There's your answer why I'm not playing it. <laughs> Otherwise, he would, yeah. I'm like, I'm the Tales fan, but I don't have a PS3, so I can't play the Tales games. There you go. Uh, I also started Leighton Brothers Mystery Room, which is on the iOS. It was the game where about a month or two ago, their level 5 has just said, hey, this was a game in Japan. It's out now in America. Just so you know, like no plans to say like, oh, it's coming to America. It's like here's the trailer and it's out today. So here you go. It's kind of you know crime based and you know collecting evidence, investigating crime scenes, very much like the investigation parts of Ace Attorney. And then you do this kind of confrontation. It's not in the courtroom or whatever, but the idea is that 
Alfendi, Leighton, and there's a brother that apparently is met later, um, is Herschel Leighton's son. So, like, the yeah. next generation, yeah. sort of, in, in there, that regard. There it is. Hmm? There it is. <laughs> That's how yes. they'll extend the series, I mean. Oh, right. So, yeah. There is talk of a Layton 7 game, though, that was just announced uh, in Japan, and there wasn't much talk of what it actually is, but it looks pretty different. And not only is it coming to 3DS, but also iOS and Android, and that's kind of bizarre. But then again, they I think they already came out with the Azran Legacies game over there, which still has to come out over here. It's The Layton franchise is in a state of flux. Anyway, I finished the first case. It was a good little intro the game but it took about half an hour 45 minutes and then there are multiple cases so that game could take a while i also played the demo for the wonderful 101 there's a lot going on in that game uh it was super confusing in that you have all these characters on the screen you got to keep track of where yours is and it's nice how it works with the gamepad you draw the different shapes to change the form of your heroes and it did cool things where you enter a building and because it's you know the main camera on the tv is overhead of the world you're going more in depth into the screen so you're focused on solving a puzzle on the gamepad when you're inside the building so it did pretty cool things there uh pretty lengthy demo i didn't really like how it was broken up in all these mission modes and then otherwise the battles basic you know hack and slash kind of thing or punch or Slash and all that. Not something I'm going to pick up immediately full price, but maybe later down the line. It, it's it's an experience when you try it. So definitely give it a try on the Wii U if you have one and you're considering buying it. I really hope people buy it, to be honest. I mean, it's a new IP for Nintendo, so... That's pretty but, much it. It's kind of like, this is something Nintendo kind of needs people to pick up. Mm-hmm. And it looks so interesting. And it actually, like has a super involved plot and stuff from that trailer I watched. It is something called color. Yeah. So, there's that... more color. I uh I was browsing uh some pictures and there was a 4chan thread mm-hmm. that they took pictures of. I wasn't browsing 4chan, but it was just like, kind of like people were like look at the look at the PS4 graphics of upcoming games and next to the Wii U. Isn't the Wii U awful? And I'm like there is more color. Yeah. In that Wii U Wonderful 101 game, than all of the games you just put up for the PS3. Yep. Like, I understand that graphics isn't the big thing, but I just made it so the graphics on the Wii U look better than the PS4 <laughs> without even trying. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know what you mean. It's, it's kind of like, I just, I, I like color. I like color. I, I didn't realize that was supposed to be a kitty thing, but... Apparently Ooh, no. everything yeah. has to be dark, dark, dark and gritty. I can't <laughs> believe we're still in that mindset. Yep, I know. never, never going to escape. Let's get into the headlines for the past couple of weeks, and we start as we have the past, you know, several episodes because we were originally the premier Super Smash Brothers, excuse me, Super Smash Brothers Brawl podcast. Uh, we start with the Smash update from the past couple of weeks in Miiverse photos because that's all Masahiro Sakurai is going to give us at the moment. So the main news this past week was the Pyrosphere stage. It comes out of Metroid Other M. This is a cool looking stage. I agree. I think this was if you want to talk about the most recent Metroid stage. 
which was the more or the most identifiable identifiable place identiful. in that game. It's it's this. Identiful. Yes, identiful. It's it's so identiful. I like that. I really need to play that game again because it didn't stick in my memory very well. I really had fun with it, as we've known from my arguments with Buzzsaw. But the gameplay, kind of yes, the story not so much. Yeah, the story's kind of weird, but but no, it had that I, weird like Resident Evil kind of bad story that I like though. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Anyway, this is the place in Metroid Other M where it's Samus like fights monster. Ridley. Oh. So it's it's this room with the lava and everything. And so when Sakurai says, an enemy from Samus's past may appear at any second, dun dun dun. Stage hazard. Dead Ridley. Gosh, if, if Ridley is a stage hazard, that would be an insult. Uh, oh, and this, this, yeah. well, granted, this is coming from someone who wants Ridley to be in the next game and has seen hacks of Ridley on Charizard saying it's not so bad. To see him, you know, shrunk in size like that. Um, but if he's a, like a stage hazard, I mean, we had that in Subspace Emissary, which worked in that context. But if it's just like, if he's going to come across and tackle a character or even pull them off stage to grind them against the wall of the stage like he did with Samus, I, I mean, no thanks. Yeah, here's, here's the main problem. It's, you're, he's not going to be a playable character. I just don't see the team really utilizing him in that way, and I've never seen him be able to utilize him in that way. And it's such a cocktease sense of melee. The melee yeah. opening, which, yep. you know... And it's kind of been that way with the Smash community. I've watched it just like... Ridley in the next one, I'm like... I just don't see it. Ever. I'm okay with them really saying care. no Ridley in the next one. I've got over it once. I'm okay with it again. But please not a stage hazard that could, you know, hinder what looks to be a really cool stage. At least from a competitive I, perspective. I hope he's you not going to be, be nice stage. If they just would give us the option to turn stage hazards off, that wouldn't like I, I'd be totally cool with whatever stupid thing they'd want to throw in the stages. Oh, you think Sakurai thinks of those things. I think Bandai Namco might. Man, mm. I, I look at this and kind of go, I'd rather him not be a stage hazard, but it'd be really cool to see him doing stuff in the background. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Or if he was a stage hazard, something, you know, not going to kill you, something that's really telegraphed. Like, I see that, I look at this stage and I see the, uh, kind of opening the background. It'd be cool to have him, you know, climb up on there and just kind of, like, bathe the arena in, like, a slow-moving fire breath. So you can kind of utilize that into a battle strategy rather than, you know, oh, I'm just gonna do stuff. Oh, something came by, like a bomb bomb, and now I'm dead. I agree with the first part, not necessarily the second. I want HD Ridley, I don't care. Get him in there. That would look pretty cool. It it's just be it's something that looks cool. It's something that I'd expect from them, but as far as the stage has is concerned, I think he's going to ruin a very cool stage because mm-hmm. yep. this yeah. stage looks awesome. Yep, the Pyrosphere from Metroid Other M on the Wii U version. Now on the mm-hmm. 3DS version side, Sakurai's like, "Oh, we haven't shown you Villager or Wii Fit Trainer. Well, let's hey do that." But that's not the interesting part of the update. Yeah. You have the flexibility of 
the outlines. Now we knew that from the original trailer that the 3DS characters would have these black outlines around them to try to make them stand out from the stage. And apparently this is flexible from, you know, having the full outline to part way or gone completely. Now we don't know if it's, you know, just a, a three-step stage like that or if it's a, a dial that we can have, you know, a more variable control over. But this is something I'm glad the team has thought of. Hmm. It's weird yeah, me out when I see really thick outlines on cartoons. Like, I'm like, I would hate to draw that. Yeah. I, I, just, I, I look at them and I'm like, so how thick can you make it? <laughs> the whole stage is black. Covers, everyone's battling on a black background. With black outlines. With black everything. Well, that's what makes up the black background is their black outlines. See, yeah. we can go next gen. Everything is black and dark. Yep. Monochromatic. Batman confirmed. <laughs> yes. Game Bat- and watch. Game and watch confirmed. Batman oh, confirmed. God. Ben Affleck confirmed. Black outlines. Game and watch might be screwed. Oh, it's true. He's already Game gotten and watch be confirmed. <laughs> uh, Wii Fit Trainer also has a header attack. It. Looks like more projectile base. It might be a forward air, or if it's projectile base, maybe it's a special move. Maybe. I'm gonna spam the hell out of that. But she's you know doing you know a header for soccer, or football across the pond. Football. Do, doing some footy. Um, yeah, this is a projectile move. It looks Balling. to be pretty strong when you see it in action. So there's that. Um, they're showing more of the pilot wing stage, which we saw the Wii U version have the kind of SNES pilot wings sort of map. But now you know, we're seeing more of Woohoo Island. We're seeing new and old planes make a rendezvous. Uh, the the right it side of Woohoo Island. It is interesting to note mm-hmm. that when they showed off the kind of first part of the stage, they showed the combatants fighting on the red plane, but in the most recent picture, they were fighting on the yellow plane, and the red plane was in the background. Mm-hmm. So maybe they change over time? Yep. Yeah. Planes fly by in the, the playable... Yeah. Pokey floats. Hmm. Pretty much. Uh, it's interesting to see what Sakurai is pulling more from Kid Icarus Uprising, uh, if this will load specifically the X-Bomb. Not to be mistaken for the one from Meteos. Looks like a an item that creates explosion in the shape of an X, but also you have the reset bomb. So different things that are bombs from Kid Icarus Uprising. Uh, this is on the Virity stage on the 3DS. And apparently a reset bomb is meant to return the surrounding area back to nature. I assume you haven't gotten to that part, Super, in the game? Not a clue what that means. Maybe you'll figure it out, so keep that in mind when you're playing through that game. Anyway, yeah, it looks to be on the Virity stage uh, for Kid Icarus Uprising, so there's that. Otherwise, not too interesting of a week. You have, you know, you have Link's forward tilt, looks like, or, yeah, it's not a forward smash, that's oh. more like a tilt. This stage is from Chapter 11. You mean the one I'm on? Okay. <laughs> now you will soon know. And then... You got Luigi and Villager. Yeah, there's a load. Boop. Got your nose. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a kind of been a slow week, and we'll talk about why we're looking at the Miiverse 
uh, version of these in Super's Soapbox. So I don't want to steal his thunder on that one. But you'll want to listen because interesting things happening yeah. in the Smash community this past week. Yuck. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> but meanwhile, let's talk about the Nintendo 2DS. Yes, you heard this correctly. Um, I know I sent this to you guys and you both resp- uh, replied similarly and saying, What? Um, I was like, I was like half, I was half awake because initially I'm like, well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I was in a honest place. to God, I don't play in 3D at all. I yeah. played 40 hours of Mario and Luigi. I turned it on once and said ow and then turned it off again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a good idea. And then I saw what it was and I'm like, oh, that's not for me. <laughs> yep, that is for children. I, I'm glad that fine. you guys picked up on that and pointed it out because if you see the design here it it does not close in it's fact it it's, it's yeah kind of like a, a door you know door, door stop sort of shape um i want yeah it'd be interesting to, to try and see how it feels especially with those triggers that just look much bigger the lnr buttons mm-hmm. um this is supposed to be a entry level 3DS without the 3D. And if you remember, you know, in the early days of the 3DS, there were the concerns of will the 3D damage children's eyes? So Nintendo had to put the ages 7 and up warning on the 3DS. So that means you're missing a, a good chunk of the market that Nintendo likes to cater towards. And you had a lot of suspicious and suspecting parents that say, well, maybe the 3D is not for my child, who is under the age of seven because of this warning, I'll stick with the DS for now. So now this is an attempt to get you know this this market there. Also, you have the entry level price of one twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, it's basically you know saving a lot of money where you're not putting the parallax screen that allows for the glasses free three D in the top screen as well. And people I have been investigating this a little actually- bit. One solid screen, and there's just a little piece of plastic in between. Yeah, yes. Yep. I was just going to mention that, so thank you for bringing that yeah. up. Um, as you said, it's just to save costs, it's one screen that they put plastic in between the two. So technically, both are touch sensitive, but they've probably layered more plastic on the top screen, so that's kind of deadened any of that touch sensitivity. Yeah. Uh-huh. All a matter to save costs, everything on the inside is the same. It still has the exact same functionality except for, you know, the lack of 3D. And it's because it's catered to the young demographic, ideally under the age of seven. It's launching on October 12th, the same day as Pokemon X and Y. They're going to make so much money off of that. I'm interested to see how many, like, older people pick this up. Just it to, will just be interesting to see. I kind of want to hold it, if anything. Oh, yeah, I agree. I want to you know, give it a try, at least. But I think it's been interesting and also a little saddening to reactions? see internet reactions. I can't believe it. I've seen so many people upset, and I'm like, what? It's not for you. you should Everyone already... who has made comments... On this system, in a negative reaction, like, 
Why doesn't it close? Can't you just turn the slider down on the 3D? It looks stupid. It looks dumb. Why is Nintendo doing this? It's a cash grab. Every single one of these people who has made that kind of statement are... It's not for them. It's not for them. And then when they're saying like, oh, well, it's not for me. I'm not going to buy it. Are you happy with your 3DS? Well, good. You get to keep your 3DS. Are you happy with your 3DS XL? Well, great, because you bought one, and you're an adult, and you have the money to be able to do so. Enjoy your 3DS. Keep the slider down if you don't like the 3D. You're right. This is not for you. That's the point. Look, uh, there's also kind of this uh, market that I don't think you guys really know about. I learned about it when I was working at Best Buy. These other little touch video game thingies. like One's called the Enotab, and the other's called like something else. They're made just for those kind of kids in mind, and Nintendo is trying to throw themselves into that market, which I think is an awesome idea. They're trying to get rid of that. They got little cute SpongeBob and Dora games, but I think it's a good idea for like, oh, you got a five-year-old? Well, this is much more durable and uh, suited for them, and you get to play Pokemon and Mario and all the Nintendo brand games. You know what kids also like? Tablets. Yep. That are slate-designed and flat that kids naturally gravitate towards. With touchscreens yes. and everything, uh-huh. this this is kind of going off of that. Except it's got buttons that you can control games well. And you know, it's funny that all these people are throwing all the hate on it because, like, almost immediately, Nintendo released like a commercial promo thing where all they did was show kids younger than seven playing it. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of kind of like, there's all your proof you need. That this new model is for kids who won't break it on the hinges, and now, it's to designed to fit them more appropriately. Now, what do you think Come of on. the argument that those there are people who are saying, "Oh well, you know these kids, they're not going to take care of it. They're you have the screens that are wide open, and that could have been solved with the closing of the system." And I totally agree with you that the hinge is much less durable. Than something like that. I think there's something called screen protectors if you're really that concerned about something like that. There's also the fact that it comes with a carrying case. You slip it in. You buy it. It has a little carrying case in it. When you're done with it, you slip it in the carrying case and zip it up. It protects it from the elements. Mm-hmm. That's a nice thing. And I don't know if it fits in your pocket real well, but you know, you have that. Probably not, but is that even a concern for kids that are less than seven? They're not going to have pockets that are big enough. Yep. Yeah, but it goes in their backpacks because they're exactly. probably going to break to school. The, and are... it, it comes in the little, like, the reason I'm bringing up this little, this little, like, little carrying case is because that's your screen protector. You're not going to be stabbing the screen when you're using it, and when you're not using it, you're going to slow it in your carrying case, throw it in your backpack, and forget about it until you want to play it next. Now, I don't know if it was bundled with the carrying case, but they definitely showed in that commercial it yeah, they... with one, so it, at least there's ones that are going to be sold. And you're I saving money gonna, on the console, so... I really think they're going to bundle it. It would be smart to, yeah. But a lot of these are arguments that are adults or older teens or people yeah, who have disposable up. income trying to say, why are they making this move for me when I already have a 3DS? I'm not going to get it. I'm, I'm not going to get a 2DS. The only legitimate complaint that I've seen and I can relate to and say, oh, yeah... That's going to be awful. The name. Yeah, Particularly when you are talking to parents 
in a retail setting and they say, well, my kid wants a 3DS. Well, we have this 2DS and it plays 3DS and DS games. Well, no, my son wants a 3DS. That's, that's what he wants. Oh, hmm, well, you have the DS, you have the 3DS, the 3DS XL and the 2DS, and the 3DS and the 2DS and the 3DS XL, they all play the 3DS games and the DS games and blah, 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 blah. This could have been named better. I know why they did the 2D to emphasize that, but parents are going to get horribly confused at retail, and that's the only gripe I can actually understand when you consider who it's marketed towards and all that. Yeah. Considering that you worked at Toys R Us, I can definitely say that you probably know the most about that kind of situation. I mean, there are parents that want Mario on PSP. Like, seriously. They don't know these things. They don't know these things. I I feel for retailers everywhere, trust me. Yeah. Just like, I just hope that most people will listen when they say, well, okay, how old your son or daughter? And they'll be like, okay, what you're going to want to get is the Nintendo 2DS. It has all the same guts as a 3DS. But it's made for to be more durable for children, and it's cheaper. Yeah. Good game yeah. retailers can't explain it well. Unfortunately, there are not many good game retailers. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the the bad point about all that. It's just like you need someone who's in the know, and you know some people just use that as a pay some use their jobs as a paycheck, and don't actually look into the what actually makes these products tick. Yep. And anyway, Nintendo 2DS. Oh, it's ugly and it looks like a kid's toy. Well, yes. You know what got me the most? Yes, it is a kid's and toy. I, and I don't mean to badmouth the guy because I really genuinely like the guy. But Brennel Floss like, came out and made a video like, it's dumb. And I'm like, you're not even a game journalist. It's funny you that you mentioned that video because I watched that a couple hours before this show. And like that's exactly what I was trying to get at. Right? And I love you, mm. Brennel Floss. Come be on the show, but come on, man. <laughs> like, you, you should know better. I like that Yoshi song you did recently about cooking Baby Mario. That was a pretty good, good one. Yeah. Let's go I watch that. Know. I haven't yet. It's cute. Uh, but yeah, I think this is a really, really, really good idea. And I did. I was semi-interested in it when you told me about it, just because, like I said, I don't play in 3D. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe they should make a model like that. For you know, like adults who just don't care for the 3D, if it's a little cheaper, but I think maybe just the way it's made is what's making it cheaper. The one, oh yeah, and yeah. So maybe that wouldn't help make it cheaper anyway. So what do you know? Something really small that just amuses me is the one speaker that will also do stereo sound. Like that's what? that's kind of amusing. It doesn't yeah. have speakers Whoa. on both sides; it's just on the left side. But they say, oh, it'll still do. Stereo sound. Out of one speaker. Isn't that mono? Yeah, yeah it, it, that's it should a, do. He, he, here's, here's my one main problem with it, with it, though, is that it's $129. Oh, it's apparently stereo with headphones. That's a good correction. Yeah. Stereo with headphones. Yeah. Right. But here's, the, here's my main problem. It's $129. Yes, mm. it's a cheaper price point. It's less than a single game. If it was if it was retailing at 119, that's good. People go look at that like that's forty dollars. You retail it at thirty dollars, and I'm just like, that's thirty dollars. I could, that's that's less than a game. It's not dramatic enough. I th- I feel 
that it for a forty dollar difference between this and the three DS. Yeah, I just don't feel like it's dramatic enough. I mean, it should really? be forty dollars. I, I look at that and go, You're well, crazy. obviously, no, 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 hold on. I'm th- I'm arguing this by the point of what P- Yoko was saying earlier. Um, you're going to have the people who see it and kind of go, well, I just want to go for the extra $30 for the better model. And I'm like, no, it's the, it's the same thing. It, what the hell is opening on my account? <laughs> All of my bank just happened? It's gone. I just looked right, and something just came up on my screen. You just got hacked. I got hacked. They want me to like something and win ten thousand dollars. Do it. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Stop the show. This is happening now. <laughs> that yeah, that was that was a thing that happened. I Keep touched talking. nothing and stuff happened. I think happened. that this can drop in price over time, but this is a brand new model that let's bear in mind. They announced this and it's coming out in maybe a month and a half. Who That's does that? Too. That's crazy, and this was a really well-kept secret, too. Usually for these kind of things, you'd hear like, oh, well, you know, Foxconn's starting to build this model, or this supplier is getting these parts together. This came out of nowhere. The people who got the scoop on this and reported this, and they brought it back to their news centers, thought they were trolling everyone. It was funny, too, is uh, I just woke up to a lot of Nintendo news, Yes, and I'm like, was there a direct today? Like, I didn't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. No, not a not a direct day. I mean, followed up with this was the Wii U price drop that is effective on September twentieth. So it's finally happening. It's the deluxe model that's going down from three fifty to three hundred dollars. Now, what uh, happened to the original? Are they getting rid of them? Or there what? is mixed messaging on the basic model right now. Um, it looks like the supply is going to be kept very limited, but they're going to try to focus on. Uh, you know, how can we get more of the deluxe models out the door because they saw that the demand was much more for the deluxe. And why shouldn't there be? Sure. Like, there's there was much more value in a deluxe model compared to the basic. Yeah. You know what You know what I want, though? I kind of want a deluxe, like, Guts, but I want a white console. I don't really want it to be black. But there's no real option for that. What What do you got against a black console, Tony? Nah, just because the Wii is white. It's the only one that's not black. That's true. So it's kind of nice, just, just it's different. Although apparently uh, at Microsoft, the people inside Microsoft <laughs> yeah. have white Xbox yeah. Ones, so that that's Microsoft interesting. Post, yeah, Microsoft employees get white Xbox Ones. That's great for Microsoft employees. Yeah. Anyway, this news comes with the announcement that it is starting on September 20th with the Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD bundle. So for $300, when the price drop first happens, you get the deluxe version of the Wii U, where your tablet has special Hyrule and Triforce markings. You get the a digital voucher to download the Wind Waker HD, and you get a digital version of Hyrule Historia, all for $300. Interesting think, move also. Uh, that I think the, the Wind Waker game is going to be like pre-installed, I think is what I read. I thought I read it was a download voucher card, which would make more sense when you consider that the digital version of the Wind Waker HD is out on September 20th on the eShop, but the disc comes out on October 4th. So yeah. the digital version, you get a couple week head start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So interesting move. I think it's necessary to start getting Wii U sales up 
it's a pretty critical holiday season when you only have one and a half million U.S. sales almost a year in, and you have a lot of third parties backing out in that cruel, cruel dichotomy of, well, we'll make games when you have sales and you know console sales and a install base, but you don't have that. But you need the install base to grow by having more games, and that loop that's a catch-22 so you got to get you know sales increase and yeah it's a it's a price drop within the first year it's not as soon as the 3ds was uh those who bought it early had the advantage of playing the wii u and the games granted albeit you know disappointingly few that it did have for you know this 10 month period or so um but it's good to see them Put a you know a good bundle out there. Wind Waker HD is a good game to you know bundle that with. I know I'm really excited to get that. And uh, it's gotta it's gotta move the consoles like that. You gotta do it. I know. I think That's I heard a... Dark was bitching about, and I think just that uh, he's kind of screwed because he wants Zelda physically, and he has to like wait longer, and it's kind of screwing him in that way. Well, I'm I'm in the <laughs> same agree. boat as well. I I would prefer the hard copy. Of you know, Wind Waker HD, the retail disc, but you know you gotta weigh that advantage. I don't like the markings on the game pad. Oh, interesting. Uh, I, huh. Not, it's not bad. Uh, I just personally wouldn't want that on mine. Uh, and I want a physical copy of Wind Waker, so it's kind of like ah, well, at least that's a price drop. <laughs> that's really good. Uh, I do intend to try to get one for like Christmas or something, but. Uh, this is a good move, and also just I think Nintendo's really loving digital because there's a huge thing that they don't have to like make hard copies of the disc to make it for the bundle. It's, just, it's a full profit. Yep, it's full profit. Just like here, give this to them, and they'll buy a console. It's good. Now, Super, yeah. you're looking forward to Wind Waker. Uh, I am because of that Redux uh, Triforce quest. So I might actually. Which I have seen this uh, time. And I, if I can make some good money between now and then, I will be picking up one of these. Nice. And yeah, it, it's yeah. more than just the revised uh, streamlined Triforce quest. There's also a Swift Sale item. By yep. the way, I was reading about that. Uh, mm-hmm. There was an interview, and they said, and this is a pro tip, way beforehand. Uh, that after the first dungeon, the sale will be available in, uh, I think, Windfall Island is what it's called, right? Yep, the auction house. Yeah, he said right after the first dungeon, but there will not be a prompt. Go get that right after you do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. First dungeon, go to Windfall, pick that thing up. Yes. And I will have all the good times. Oh, yeah, dude. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what I'm going to get is that bundle so I can have the system all good and ready and available and then I can go and play Wonderful 101 and, you know, kind of use that virtual console over, you know, the other one that came out for the Wii. I don't, I, I just hate the Wii controller so it's going to be nice to play some games on the actual Wii U controller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll have buttons. I'm going to buy a Pro controller too. I'm curious oh, what yeah. works and what doesn't. Does, like, Wind Waker work without... Do you have to use the gamepad? That is a question that it should be asked. I'm sorry, what was the question? Can you use, you, can pro- you play Wind Waker with the Pro Controller? You probably could. 
it wouldn't Maybe. surprise me if you know. Can you play Pikmin on it? Um, you could use the Pro Controller, yeah. Dark says it's you can. Okay. All right. I'm interested because I know Nintendo just kind of made that for Call of Duty, so I didn't know if they were screwing right. with it at all. Shake. No, they're going to need to use it for ball. Smash Brothers. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, they better. Um, yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm not all that torn up about using the Wii U Pro Controller. That's a good, it's oh, a good controller. You just got to get used to the inverted of the stick in the face buttons on the right side. So. Right. Yeah, Dark, I it's wouldn't more play of a... with it. I was just curious if they you know, bothered to support it or not. It's just a matter of flicking my uh, hand the other way to do smash attacks or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, other games that were announced because they talked about release dates and all that Mario 3D World comes out on November 22nd as does Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds for 3DS which gorgeous box art by the way um, get a chance to check that out when you can because that, that looks really nice the 3DS Zelda Link Between Worlds uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze I believe is December 6th for Wii U Yep. Yeah, um, so Wii U's getting games. Yeah, a lot of Nintendo news that they just seem to drop out of nowhere. And that was <laughs> really surprising. We they... party you October 25th as well. Woohoo. Yeah. Island. It's a thing. It's coming bundled Is with it a Wii online? Probably not. It's good being bundled with a Wii controller, though, so that's always nice. Also, there are rumors that a Nintendo Direct is coming in a mid-September, like the 14th-ish that something might be happening with Nintendo and Capcom, uh, which wouldn't be surprising because there's you know talk and trailers and whatnot coming out of Japan about Monster Hunter Four, mm-hmm. so would not be surprised to see that you know discussed more. And then you know certain things like we need Ace Attorney Dual Destinies release date. They've announced it's a decreased price, uh, twenty five euros I believe, so probably going to be around thirty dollars, which is nice for the states. But we still got to hear release date. So more Nintendo Directs would be nice. But this was a lot of Nintendo news. Oh, yeah. Sure. Sonic Sonic Lost huh. World, October 22nd. And they still get Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs later, too. Mm-hmm. Nice. And, and yep. Rayman, and finally. Apparently, there's a something scribbled on Unmasked, a DC Comics adventure. Yep. What is that? I don't know. So that's, a new first, that's the first time I've heard about it. Really? That was... <laughs> That was uh, talked about at E3. So it's a new Scribblenauts game where they took basically almost all the characters from DC's existence and put them in there. Probably on top of all the other Scribblenauts things that you can do. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Uh, Then Gamescom happened as we get to our, our last headline here. So let's start with Sony here because Sony actually had a press conference presence and they announced the news of the playstation 4 release date despite you know being in europe they talked about worldwide uh, release dates at least for the west playstation 4 is coming to north america on november 15th 2013 mm. uh, 29th in europe no mention of japan you know the the price is still saying this saying the same you know 400 for the states 399 euros 349 Pounds. So that I just was. I don't know how I'm going to afford this entire block of months. I've got. It takes budget. 
and it takes planning. I meant to say uh, during the Wii U uh, like release date games, did you guys see the headline where Reggie said just kind of eh about the lineup for the other two? Well, it makes sense when you think about it. He They've really built up the Wii U's lineup for this year. However, yeah. they have had a year to do so. So yeah. it's kind of a Some people are giving him crap for that. I'm like, yeah, the Wii U's launch wasn't that great either. But this year, I completely agree. PS4, Xbox One, they can wait. Xbox One, probably never. But Those two are, uh, are surprisingly decent launch lineups. But yeah, it's a half-truth when you're comparing those launch lineups to the lineup of a software, you know, a software library of a system that's been out for a year, so yeah, a little disingenuous. Like if, if you haven't picked that up, I'm going to pick a Wii U up this Christmas. Mm. PS4, wait till some really solid games come out next year, and then I'll pick one up. I'm There's sure. no hurry for that at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of where I am right now. I like that Watch Dogs comes out on my birthday, though. That's kind of neat. That's a nice yeah. touch, yeah. Uh, not only did we get a release date for PlayStation 4, the other struggling system in the video game world also got a price cut. PlayStation Vita is down to two hundred dollars. Yeah, that's uh. it's a it's a good thing. They are trying oh, to push more games onto it. How's that going? Ah, uh, could be better. Yeah, I'm value. happy. I'm happy. I have one. Here's the deal: if you have a Vita, it's a great piece. Of technology, it's a great system to play games on. A lot of people who have PlayStation Vitas are actually happy that they have one. But for those to buy one, there's kind of that high price wall, and also that thing of, yeah, not too many interesting games. So that's a big issue. The PS3 you know, has no game. The PS3 connectability is like really cool, but the PS4, if- yeah. If you, yeah, and that too. If you gave one to me, then yeah, I'd totally use it, but I don't really want to. It has nothing exclusive on it. I'm not too worried about it. So yeah, I'm really happy that I have my PlayStation Vita, but it you know it's going to take you know a certain kinds of games to get people to go out and buy one. But the price drop helps. Again, it's something they had to do. Although I doubt you know I think for both Nintendo and Sony, they were making losses, probably some slight losses on these systems already, and then they go cut the price even more. That's it's a risky move, but they need sales, and that's a way to stimulate that. Yep. Yep. $300 for a Wii U with two games packed in, and Hyrule Historia, that's, that's, mm, that's pretty good. I don't know about two games packed in. I don't think it comes to Nintendo Land. I'm almost certain it does. Does it? I, I thought that would it be did. A really, that would be a really good to, deal if it does. I seem to recall them mentioning that, you know, Nintendo Land... I'll just look up the thing. Go for it. Um... The big thing from Sony's press conference at Gamescom, because Microsoft did have, you know, news that they released to the media and made their presence known, but not through an actual stage show. Uh, PlayStation stole two exclusives, if you like to call it that. Uh, Perceived advantages that the Xbox One had over the PlayStation 4. And one that I was particular with, and I had admitted in the past, I said... The one thing I will give Xbox One credit over PlayStation 4 is that they have Twitch.tv integration, which is what we do use to not only stream game footage, but also our podcasts here on Twitch.tv slash Show Me Your News. Well, now PlayStation 4 has Twitch support as well, which makes sense because Twitch... Kick ass. 
Twitch wants to get themselves out there and try to you know, lend their services out to anyone who will pay them money to do so. So it really you makes think sense. there was a thing where Microsoft paid them X amount of dollars? Like, all right, don't let Sony do it unless they pay you a lot. Mm-hmm. Yo, wouldn't like surprise a- me. No Nintendo what? Land? Oh, that's sad. Well, I don't see anything about it. I mean, it could still happen, but I doubt it. You'd hope, because it, it's, if it's the deluxe system, eh, well, that's that'll be something to investigate. We'll figure that out later, yeah. It'll have that, it'll have that 10% off thing still, so... Mm. But yeah, Twitch on PlayStation 4 is huge. I, I think it's still also Ustream as well, so for those that want to do both, or one, I, did, I just know for my purposes and for a lot of people who use Twitch out there, that's a big deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stealing Twitch. Kind of a dick move, but something that needed to happen. Well, maybe the bigger dick move is Microsoft Halo. had a little game for Xbox Live Arcade that was very popular for them. It started on PC. You all know it as Minecraft. And they made a big deal when Minecraft was also coming to the Xbox One. Well... Not just like, making more money in that Minecraft is coming to PlayStation 4 as well. Yoink. I mean, but, these two... But isn't it like the hardware version? Like, people don't like that as much, do they? I think there's you know some popularity for it. You don't get as much customization with mods and whatnot uh, compared to the PC version. But from what I hear, especially with the updates that have come to it, it runs just fine. It works. I'm sure it works, but... It... I've heard a lot of people just say the PC experience is just generally better. I, I, but, but I that's don't a good think thing. That's, that's a good thing know, to say. That's, that's true. Yeah. But, you know, it's very popular. People like it. No, that's uh, great. I'm happy about it. And it's just a big steal. I mean, Sony went out and took these supposed exclusives from the Xbox One. That's big. That really surprised me. It's like, I don't know if they needed to because they don't have as much over there. So it's kind of like they just get Halo, they're just going to win. It's all coming down to the idea that, you know, after the Xbox 180 and everything, these two systems are so similar right now. Mm-hmm. They should just trade things. Like, we'll give you, give us Halo, we'll give you God of War. <laughs> and deal, you know, slam the gavel down. So in Go hindsight, on. you know, the awful DRM and whatnot aside, it would have been interesting to see Xbox One try something different. They still could in the future. But at launch, it's amazing, the original Visions, and what it's whittled down to, how these two are so similar. They're neck and neck right now, essentially. Um, it's really just a, a battle of exclusives. Mm-hmm. Halo and Gears of War versus... Oh, I can't even say Uncharted anymore. Uh, what are Nothing the, at launch. Yeah, I'm just like, as far as PS4 is concerned, what are their heavy hitters that are exclusive? Their first party games at launch are Knack, Drive Club, no care about and that. Killzone Shadowfall. Uh, Drive Club, is that the really cool one where you can drive across the US? No, that's the crew from Ubisoft. That, that's not fair right. either, though, because Halo and Gears aren't coming out at launch either. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I wasn't even talking about launch i was just talking in general oh overall in general then you also have infamous you have the order 1886 i was talking about things at launch no no i I was talking about things in general i'm just like halo and gears of war because you know i've always played with the xbox and those are the two kind of games that i liked but i'm trying to think about the ps uh ps the playstation brand 
Uncharted's pretty much done. And not necessarily. Wait for okay, not VGAs. No way. Naughty Dog yeah. is going to announce their game at VGAs more than likely. That's what they've done for the past couple of years. Okay, so I, it's just that. that as, I hope. Uh, I hope as far as series are concerned, that new Ratchet uh, game ends on a cliffhanger. Like, ah, I get PS4. I'll be like, <laughs> Well, you got to think of it this way too. With the new games, you know, at launch for a, a new system launch, both companies are not going to pull out their heavy hitters. You want, you want, you want more. You have. You want a heavy hitter, but they're course, not going to happen. Of course. But you want the install base in place with sales and a proven track record before you dump all the money into developing, you know, those big AAA titles. So you got to wait a little bit for Halo, for Gears, for Uncharted, whatever Naughty Dog is doing next or still working on. Um, you know, every, at least for Sony, every studio is working on a PS4 game. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, going on Wii U, so I got to go that way first. Speaking of Microsoft, then they came out with you know the list of their launch games. Uh, granted, you know several of them are multi-platform games. You know you have the Assassin's Creed and the Watch Dogs, Just Dance, and you have the sports games as well, Call of Duty, Ghosts. Uh, ones that stands out, Fighter Within is a Connect game. Excuse me, uh, Crimson Dragon is the one that the sound didn't work. At E3. Hey, two. Uh, Dead Rising three, Forza five. Uh, let's see. Loco Cycle is the one that was talked about a couple E3s ago that kind of pushed its way back here. Peggle, Peggle Two, uh, Rise Sons of Rome, Rise <laughs> Son of Rome, which is not the Quick Time Event crap fest that we were apparently we thought it was that because of media reports and whatnot, but it actually apparently has some depth. Go figure. Uh, out of the two launch lineups. Xbox One, I believe, is actually looking pretty the, the stronger of the two uh, because of those, you know, launch exclusives. Uh, because you just have more in general. Uh, I just want to play the crew. That looked so fun. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that Need for Speed game is. I haven't looked that up. That one looked fun. That one looked fine, but the crew it's the, really. It's the follow-up from Hot Pursuit. So that one uh, is probably going to be, you know, the good team that. Okay. I think Criterion is was doing that. I don't know, Ghost Games? I don't know what Ghost Games are. It seems to be borrowing the Hot Pursuit formula. That's that's the deal there. Mm. Um, not only do you have the launch titles, but the ID at Xbox Indie Plan, the independent developers, where apparently Microsoft is going to reach out to these indie developers to try to get them to work you know, closely with Xbox One, which... It's a good start, but it kind of compa- uh, pales in comparison when, gosh, at Sony's conference, they brought out Indie after Indie after Indie after Indie who come to PlayStation to want to work on as opposed to Microsoft. Come on, guys. Get over here. But, you know, for... How awesome do you think it was for those guys to be on an E3 stage? Well, Gamescom, game? yeah, Europe's E3. Yes, that's a big deal. And it's a public show at Gamescom, so you have you know more people coming to play your games than just you know industry people. Yep. Uh, the other big news for Xbox One was the announcement that with their you know cloud technology, when you're connected online and whatnot, the ability to have dedicated servers for Call of Duty Ghosts—that's a big deal for those people who play that game. 
<laughs> you're not relying on person-to-person connections. You have probably some more customization through dedicated servers. Uh, you know, I'm really taking it from Sword Hunter here, who has played you know first-person shooter online games. That dedicated servers are a big deal, and when you have the DLC exclusivity on you know Xbox One with Call of Duty and Microsoft and that connection there. It's looking like that might be the better experience for that game. Yeah. For all the people who play it that are not us. But no, also but those people won't hefty... read about this. Yeah, that's pretty much kind of the biggest thing. It's just like, those people, they're not us. They're a hefty amount, but they probably didn't even hear that. They probably have no idea that's even a thing. Yo, man, is that new Call of Duty out? <laughs> yeah, just, Grand, just, like, just like with Madden. Is that new Grand Theft Auto V out yet, man? Yeah, not for your X Bone or your PS4. Hey, I have to ask because you probably know. Are they just calling this new Madden Madden 25? Yes, they are. <laughs> They're not calling it like the year. Nope, because it's the 25th anniversary of Madden. I, I get so that, it's but it's not like a subtitle or something. Right, it's not Madden NFL 14 25th Anniversary or Madden 25th Anniversary Special Edition or anything like that. It's Let's screw ourselves over for the year 2025 when we can't call it Madden NFL 25. Yeah. <laughs> it's super dumb, I know. It'll be comma 25. Apostrophe yeah. or whatever. Oh gosh, how could I forget the Xbox One launch title? Killer Instinct! Which I don't know if yeah. you guys saw the uh, the price point on that. It was confirmed before that it's a free to play game with one character. Well, they're getting up to eight playable characters total. Yeah, I think it's something like six dollars per character a la carte. Ugh. For twenty dollars, you can buy all the characters. You know, just oh. have all the characters playables for twenty bucks, and for forty dollars, the Kind of, you know, full edition where you have all the characters and more skins. And you also get the original Killer Instinct arcade game. Well, honestly, Uh, like, I understand the free-to-play model kind of sucks. But they're not mathing very well. No. I'm sorry, Killer Instinct fans. Buy one for $6. But you can buy them all for $20. I'm like, that's not as good as it. This is bad. Yeah. Well, don't worry. It'll all be over soon. Uh, oh. Oh, yes, I went there. Oh, I went there. Mm. Just recorded the that happened. There'd be I... like high fives all around. <laughs> or people in the audience laughing, yes. Uh. Or there'll be a laughing sound, and everyone will just kind of be uncomfortably looking left and right. <laughs> <laughs> Our hilarity of the week comes to us from CNBC, where they had a feature that was a hot topic of, did Call of Duty kill chivalry? Because all the men who play Call of Duty and they stay at home and they play these video games, they bring in this... What is video game? Are they making them, you know, not as chivalrous to women? Not as attractive to women. So they bring on this online dating expert. And you got to watch the video. And we'll have it in our show notes mm. here. She's from a matchmaking website. And saying that 
you know, this this Call of Duty game, it's it's a solo activity. It's demolishing our economy, creating a split between the game and the real world. It's tearing people apart. Very bad, Lisa. Very no. much a multiplayer activity. You say no. You say no. It's very much a more than one person activity because you're going to be getting very mad at several people. Well, yeah, especially when you play online, which is what most people do. The girl uh, can play. She just gets mad and says, oh, he's not paying attention to me. Granted, you did have another woman who was on the other side of the argument who said, you know, people are going to find things to, you know, take up their free time. This is nothing new. Yeah. Uh, people can just do whatever they want. And yeah. when you consider that you had two female guests and you also had a female hosts, they even made reference to the fact that it was like, oh, it's just going to be us girls, you know, just, just talking about, you know, men and their video games. Like, that, that's exactly what this is. You're making a joke of a of kind of a reference to what you're doing, but it turned out to be exactly what you're doing. It's a frustrating video to watch and it's I'm sure. hilariously bad. Um, guys, guys, pay attention to your girls more. Seriously, if you're, girls, lucky, if you're lucky enough to have them. You, in fact, girls, just, sometimes your guys are going to play video games. It's okay. In fact, just don't play Call of Duty. Hmm. I'm not don't telling play, you. Hmm. Not, play Mario. It's cool. I'm not just being like, you don't play a game as bad, but... Have you not... tried Kirby's Epic Yarn? Your girlfriend would probably She'd love it. She'd love it. She'd love it. She'd be, be happy times. I would, you know... It's a, a good chance she'll love it. How about that? Let's not go to speak absolutes here. It's another case of Call of Duty fans, and like, because it's the popular thing right now, and gosh, you had other, another story that happened where... Really frustrating story where an eight-year-old was playing Grand Theft Auto 4 and his 90 or 92-year-old grandmother oh, was yeah. watching him. A gun is sitting out. The eight-year-old puts a bullet in the back of the grandmother's head. You know, after a session of Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto 4. You know, let's not look at the fact that a gun was sitting out unprotected, loaded. Let's not pay attention to the fact that an eight-year-old was playing a mature game like Grand Theft Auto 4. Let's talk about the video games and how they can cause aggression and let's ignore all the other important social issues. I mean, when things get popular enough and it's... Why didn't they get that kid Kirby's Epic Yarn? (laughs) In fact, Epic Yarn. It's just very frustrating when the mass media ends up being so ignorant about something that is becoming more and more prevalent in today's media society. But let's not blame parents. Let's not do that. Because that would mean responsibility. Somebody should just go on and just get interviewed after they do something horrible and blame video games and be like, it's because they won't make Mega Man 11. (laughs) Won't make Legends 3. They canceled it. Yes, yes. It's all part of the plan. All right, we're going to get to our uh, story pool where you have extra stories here. Pokemon Monster, the origin. Uh, Pokemon, the origin is looking to be a special from the special. anime in Japan. Totally different art style. Going back to Kanto, not Ash Ketchum. It's red. It's red and it's blue. 
Uh, and and it's a good time by all. Indeed. And it's a special. And it's not a series, and it's a special. Damn now, it. we could say, you know, WTF Pokemon, part of the Show Me Your News network would be all into this. But since we're on Show Me Your News and we're into video game news, what? Oh, yeah, it is green over there because they had red and green. Here it's blue. Yeah. We're referring, I guess, to the American names when there's not even a dub confirmed. It's that You know what? It's always been red, but it's always been Gary to me. <laughs> Gary was here. Ash is a loser. <laughs> well, because we are a video game news podcast, the interesting thing appears at the end of this trailer where we have this screenshot of what looks like you know, could be a Wii U game. You have Mega Lucario or just Lucario. It's hard to tell from the, the first. That would be Mega Blaziken, though. I think? Yeah, Here, like- it's, it's so overexposed and really tough to tell. Anyway, there's a fighting sign in the upper right-hand corner on something that might be a balloon. Uh, this is apparently something that... It's regular, is it's regular Lucario and regular uh, Blaziken, by the way. Okay. Well, I know they, good, they both cause... had mega forms that were already announced yeah. before this happened. Um, and this is also mega... part of a history of Pokemon thing. So... It's making people wonder, like, is this a possible new game? What could it be? Even if it's conceptual, you're looking at two things here. Uh, you have a possible uh, sequel to Battle Revolution on the Wii, which would make sense. It's been a couple generations since that kind of stadium-like game happened. So that would be a good thing to have. Or you have the registration of trademarks like Pokémon. Fighters and Pokémon Tournament. Maybe plans for a Pokémon fighting game, especially with the two fighting types and the fighting logo. So, just oh. something to make mention of this is something that's going on. We'll see how it develops. It all kind of started here, though. Very interesting that, to note. I want that special to just replace the original show. Wouldn't that be nice? That so good. That would be or great. The, or the Black 2, White 2 uh, animated uh, teaser that was out. Yeah? Or the, you mean X and Y? I believe it was Black 2 and White 2. Because they're moving on to X and Y, so... Well, I mean, there was a teaser that... Yeah, I'm almost certain it was Black 2, White 2. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I think I have a YouTube recommendation. I'm going to grab it. Sounds good. Also, uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto V came out with their official one-minute trailer today, but didn't make as much of a splash as the announcement of Grand Theft Auto <laughs> Online. That was quick. Which is looks almost like a separate game entirely, something that you know Rockstar will continue putting work into to develop Grand Theft Auto Online. Uh, it's going to be integrated into Grand Theft Auto V as... You're going to have a character wheel because you get to switch between multiple characters. The idea of three protagonists in GTA V. And this multiplayer character that you get to customize and everything will just be another character to add on that wheel that you get to switch perspectives to. Uh, The more interesting thing is that Grand Theft Auto Online is free. Comes with every copy of the game. Does not seem to have any online pass associated with it. 
Neat. And the more intriguing thing, it comes out on October 1st, two oh. weeks after GTA 5 comes out. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, I thought you were going to put on here that the soundtrack got leaked. Did you see that? Yeah, that did get leaked, and that looks to be very, very good. Oh, yeah. It's not a bad leak, but it's funny. <laughs> Sony came out. I think Sony did it on their store or something, and like somebody yeah. found the soundtrack. And then they did a freeloading right. sort of thing, and so they were rooting through the data. Different people were investigating that. That's yeah, it's kind of what happened there. And then Sony was all like, oops. <laughs> Our, bad. Like, Our bad. bad, yeah. Well, it, it's interesting it, interesting to think of why Grand Theft Auto Online would come out two weeks after, and I heard the perspective that I think makes a lot of sense and really might be the reason. It's a very clever way to extend the the basically holding on to of the purchased games to try to prevent the return kickback. If yep. you have yeah. you know people playing the game for a couple weeks and then a couple weeks after that, hey, here's this brand new thing that is totally expansive that we're going to try to hook our teeth into you and make sure you hold on to that game. That makes a lot of sense than just having it right outside of the box. Or just, you know, right out yeah. of the box. They know their audience. It's a also really fact, smart, clever move. Also the fact that it's good because 6 probably won't come out for a long, long time. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Give them something to do in the meantime. Although people are just going to want this game on PC, and that's the biggest outcry amongst that community, it seems. Otherwise, the game's looking to be great. I can't wait. I'm really excited for it. I've never been excited for a Grand Theft Auto game, and looking at that online trailer, hype. Yep. Are any of you fans of PewDiePie? Not in the slightest. Yes. Good, me neither. Except he's now YouTube's most subscribed channel. So, good job, Internet. Congratulations. Uh, Throw this in while we're in the story pool. Uh, they had a little trailer for FF10 HD. They like showed footage of the original game and then the HD version. And uh, they remixed all the music. So that seems to be a square thing when they do their HD things. Because mm-hmm. they're doing it with Kingdom Hearts as well. to re-orchestrate like... all the music. And damn, that's awesome. I liked how the remake, uh, remade battle music for FF10 sounded. That sounded really good. Um, if you want an interesting video, though, about how PewDiePie came to dominate YouTube, uh, check out Game Theory, great series on YouTube by Matt Pat or Matthew Patrick. Uh, he has an episode dedicated to how PewDiePie dominated YouTube, and he was in second place on the all-time subscriber rankings at that time, and he you know, kind of made the prediction, like, based on these statistics and this reasoning that you know you would think that within a month you know pewdiepie would become the most subscribed channel that happened in 27 days like really good stuff from game theory uh but yeah i know some people in the community like pewdiepie um never watched any of his things i really don't care and then when i I saw weird about this i feel like a youtube game person connoisseur and i'm like why am i not even knowing this person who's the most well-known person out of everybody well because he has an extremely irrational fan base sometimes and then he's also an individual who uh after looking at clips of his playthrough of the walking dead hardly is 
is loud, racist, homophobic, or at least makes those kind of jokes, and that's awful. I just got gotcha. speechless. So anyway, those are the, the story pools here. Goodness, how much time we have left in the show? Got about 20 minutes left as we get in the out recently Pretty. games. We're starting to you know turn into fall here where a lot of games you know come out. It starts with Splinter Cell Blacklist. You know, that game where at E3 the at the Microsoft conference they were playing with the Kinect and say, Hey, over here! Oh, oh, oh I'm gonna go do something. That Kinect voice technology. But apparently the game is quite good. The main character. Game is quite good, yeah. They changed the voice of the main character. That's unfortunate. Ooh. Is it Kiefer? It is not Kiefer. <laughs> oh. I don't know who it is, but it's not Michael Ironside. And for an older Sam Fisher, getting a younger voice actor—that, yeah, that, that makes sense. Reasonings. Mm. Another very good game that is being, you know, praised is Saints Row Four. Uh, you're the president. <laughs> yeah, superhero president. Keith David's in it. So that always gives it extra bonus points. I looked up footage of this because I realized it was a big deal and I had no idea what it was and it looked beautifully insane. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I might get to this eventually. I mean, people loved Saints Row the Third. It's no surprise that they've knocked it out of the park again over at Volition with Saints Row 4. Um, another one that people were talking up before this game's launch and I've heard nothing about it since is... The Bureau, XCOM Declassified. Uh, it kind of, I guess, strays from the XCOM strategy perspective. And I think this might... No, I... Oh, gosh. I really don't know much about this because I did not like XCOM Enemy Unknown. Although they came out or announced Enemy Within, which is a full expansion coming at the end of the year. And that was at... Where did they announce that at? It was something that happened recently, but that's that's happening. I know nothing about the XCOM series, only that a lot of my friends ended up with like their six-unit teams, and they were all ponies all the time. Mm. That's that's what I remember most from XCOM. It's just like everyone that I talked to who played it always had a team of six females who were named after the ponies. You run with a good crowd, clearly. Uh, this is the best crowd. It's a crowd of friendship and magic. Mm. Dive kick. Started as a parody. I'm of sorry. Did games? you say that right? Dive kick. There you go. There you okay. go. Dive kick started as a parody <laughs> of fighting games. He did it wrong again. I'm not gonna say it every time. No. Um, but apparently it's not too bad. It's got some silly humor. It started out with characters dive and kick, and they expanded it to more characters. But that game's out now and has a bit of silliness with especially who the final boss is. No spoils, though. Disney Infinity came out. That's the near-field communication by the toys that are really expensive and play in a world of different Disney characters or something like that. And also, we need to have an intermission with Wuggles. I don't yes. know if you've been following his Twitter feed, but he's got a problem. He does. Wuggles, this is an intervention. You gotta stop buying you know, all these different characters. Oh my god. They apparently are gonna have uh, the Lone Ranger toys 
to bring into this Disney Infinity world. That's a shame. That bombed like, really bad. That's just a sign of like why they made the movie because that movie bombed badly. So good. Yeah, and the toys like, are. Take that Hollywood. Stop being <laughs> yeah. stupid. Stop mm-hmm. making Smurfs movies. Tony, do you know anything about Lost Planet Three? Uh, no, I didn't know it was out. I didn't know it was being made. Exactly. Inafune left, so I can't imagine it's that great. I've been screwing up all their. You're trying to get super back. <laughs> I'm trying to, yeah. Sorry. Like, That's why I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to distract you. <laughs> Uh, sorry, but it's just really funny. I'm just watching you do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFL 25 out, Madden. Yeah, we Madden. talked about uh, that a little bit. There's, That's... A, there's a video online of this guy trading every copy of Madden for 25, which you should totally check out. He's like super awkward, and he gets like 750 for every copy of Madden ever. <laughs> yeah, those <laughs> so old funny. ones are really Old. I'm gonna keep trying to add super back to the call. Do it. Uh, Killer is dead. Is Suda 51's new game uh, not being received so well? And then you get uh, headlines of articles that I don't care to read that say something to the extent of, in order to get better guns in the game, you need to stare at women's breasts. So, oh, and Suda 51. I'm. I, I know it's it's terrible just to present that as the kind of flame bait headline that it is, but when you aren't caring as much about the game as someone who might you know follow Suda Fifty One's work religiously, like these are the kind of things we're seeing about the game, and like oh yeah, great, mm. stop it, Pokemon <laughs> Rumble. You tell me about this because I don't even. Well, it just came out today, and it's based off of the Rumble series, which they had one on 3DS. Um, this one apparently includes all the Pokemon. It's also the first one uh, for Nintendo first-party games that include the near-field communications. Just like the uh, Disney Infinity toys, you also have Pokemon toys that are exclusive at GameStop. Why is Pokemon the last one on this bandwagon? You'd think it would be one of the first, and you'd think they'd come out with much more games. Uh, but this is apparently eShop exclusive. I think it's I think around thir- uh, 15 bucks. So... Probably a pretty good deal at that price when you consider Rumble Blast for 3DS was $40 full. Fair shot. Or virtual. Or I don't know how you say your name in the chat. But he says he just wants the toys. <laughs> That's a good I feel like it's a, it's a fair endeavor. Uh, I threw this on here, but Final Fantasy XIV, what is it? A Realm Reborn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that came out. Uh, it's pretty. I don't even. I was reading about the development a little bit earlier. Apparently, they started it from scratch. I think it's the same game, but they had to like start everything over. Yeah, because apparently uh, the first one was just not good. Apparently, the people who did fourteen were the people who did you know twelve because it's that same kind of online world and uh, it was bad. Eleven was just, the online one, right? Not twelve. Oh yeah, yeah, eleven. Twelve is a weird one too. Uh, and they just kept uh. Like, well, it's okay. It's Final Fantasy. We're fine. And uh, so the guy who took it over was like the Dragon's Quest. Like he developed uh, a Dragon's Quest or directed one recently. And he's like, no, this is hurting the brand. This is very bad. And he like went out to make this game good. And from what I hear, it's getting a lot of good reception. So I might even check it out after a while. I mean, it's like PS3 and it's pretty easy to get. Mm. I might I might check it out. Just uh, Also, Nabuo did the music. 
came back to oh, well, there you go. That's always a good sign. That's always a very good sign. Even in the even when fourteen came out, it sucked. I downloaded the soundtrack. I'm like, this is really good. <laughs> Where is Super? Super is having a very difficult time trying to come back to the chat, which is unfortunate because I'll just go right and do our so- my soapbox because goodness, we have not much okay. time left in the show, and I'm I'm just like five minutes if we can. My soapbox, trying to keep it quick. I was going to talk about my grad school thesis, creative project that I'm doing, but I have to wait until next episode to share. I'm sorry. I just have to get things finalized with my advisor. But I think everyone who listens to the show or is interested in video game news will really, really like it. And Super and Tony, you're both going to be involved. You just don't know it yet. Um, anyway, <laughs> it'll make sense in time. It'll make sense. You had uh, hours of voices from us. You could edit horribly. <laughs> Not that, no. Um, I think it's a good time to announce because I've seen other people do so with their respective uh, shows and and whatnot. Uh, the Show Me Your News Network is going to have two panels once again at Yomacon 2013. Uh, we are going to have the Show Me Your News, the year in video games panel like we had last year. Uh, we're going to, you know, try to you know have some little improvements and whatnot, um, but you know we're going to have the same kind of show, which is a lot of fun. And also, WTF Pokemon will also be back at Yomakon. We're having panel. three. Do not forget read the manual. They're doing a panel. They got a panel. I think they. they yeah, they told me they were. Oh. Well, in that case, if read the manual did get accepted for a panel. I'm- Pretty positive they did. I and that is that awesome. And all the more power to the Show Me Your News Network at Yomacon. I cannot confirm or deny that they have been accepted. I'm pretty positive they have. They were pretty nervous about it, if I recall correctly. Should well, be funny. I know we found out about these a few months ago because we were one of the first uh, people to apply, and we had you know precedents from. You know, last year, uh, but you know those did get confirmed a while ago. I just I've seen people start to talk about, oh yeah, we we're confirming it and it's happening. I'm like, oh well, we might as well do that as well. Uh, speaking of WTF Pokemon as well, so the plan for Yomacon is to have Pokemon Heroes out for that convention, which is the fifth movie. We still have yet to do Forever Pokemon Forever, the fourth movie, but then we means we still have to do Pokemon Mewtwo Returns. That is very close to being done. We are hoping yeah, to release that this weekend. So I can also confirm that that we're in the final stages of uh, finalizing Mewtwo Returns. That should be out this weekend. Uh, and life. Holy crap. My life is going to be ridiculous this semester. So not only full-time work, all of the Show Me Your News and other podcast things, uh, the basement is coming along, but that is taking up a bunch of free time. And uh, now with this grad school thesis. Life is not fun. I apologize if it gets in the way of certain things. Oh, yeah. And then on top of it all, Yomacon planning with panels and and whatnot. So my life, ladies and gentlemen, I don't like to complain much. But in case I'm he's busy. a little more absent than usual, I'm trying to keep everything together. So That's cool, man. No one's getting on you. 
Comment from Drabaga, apparently in quotes, uh, we're planning on having a panel. I didn't know submissions were open. I'm not oh. sure if they are to the public yet either, but I'm speaking as someone who was able to apply because they had panels uh, last year. So They're, they're trying. So They're trying. Do. So maybe we might have three from the Show Me News Network, but can confirm we do have two Show Me News Network panels. That's I'm not... I will not be doing a super flex one because it'll just be me. <laughs> I'll just be yesing in a microphone for an hour. Uh, no one will watch that. Uh, and I'll go super dragon. What's your soapbox? Uh, it's hard to say. It's uh, got a lot to play. I'm like inverse view. I'm working a lot. And I'm trying to save money. Mm. So gen- if you generally want to know about life and all that, that's, I'm trying to save. I want to get a new place next year, hopefully. Uh. But uh, I'll talk about this real quick. Uh, did you see the Sonic uh, Lost Worlds bonus edition that they announced? I think I did, but please tell me more about it. Uh, it's pretty much, I think it's just got DLC on it, uh, but the Dangerous, the Deadly Six or whatever those bosses are called, uh, they're going to have boss fights with uh, characters or monsters from Knights in them, which is really cool. Mm, yeah. Uh, I haven't played Knights, but I think I'm going to make a point after Mario maybe to play through that before I get back to Kirby. They had the HD re-release that came out at the same time as Sonic Adventure 2. So, yeah. I have it. It's like on my PS3. I just haven't gotten to it. I have a few things on my PS3. I haven't gotten to it. I oh, by the way, the- PlayStation Plus for this month, the benefits, uh, you have the Resident Evil Chronicles HD, which has Dark Side and Umbrella Chronicles. You wow. also have Eco on PS3. And then uh, Vita gets Rayman Origins for free. Wow. And, gosh, one other game that was quite... Oh, you have uh, Grand Theft Auto Liberty City Stories, which is a PSP game, I believe. So, good stuff this month. PlayStation Plus, really killing it with the on-demand games, instant games. I'm sorry. Well, it's okay. I'm just kind of just talking stuff. Uh, I got Klonoa on my PS3. Mm. Was Ked Icarus did a review of that, and I bought Klonoa 2 preemptively, too, for PS2. Yeah. It's, uh, I was gonna... Oh, yeah, I think I'm gonna pay off and uh, buy Sonic Lost World even before I have a Wii U. Just to really? have the bonus edition. Just have it. Hey, he's back! Yeah, I have no idea what happened. Well, we don't uh, my computer, My computer locked down. I reached for my phone. My phone was dead. And it just happened again, I think. I hear, we still hear you. All right. Yeah, like everything just kind of just died on my end. Hmm. Do you have anything more to your soapbox, Tony? I'm good. I was just kind of talking about stuff. But yeah, okay. super. Well, while he's here, he might as well get super soapbox. Real quick, bro. It's okay. I just. I'm just I just closed a bunch of stuff that like bogs down my computer, so this is an important soapbox, so listen up. Yeah, so in case you haven't been paying attention to Smash stuff, uh the communities around Smash Brothers, all is Brawl, Smash Boards, the Project M website, and it's starting to stretch to uh other web Smash related websites like Apex. 2013, or I think it's 2014 now, uh, and the Big House tournament pages are seeing some of this. This is a uh, DDoS attack against Smash everything. 
and quite frankly, we have no idea where it's coming from. It has just been quiet from any uh, any of the attackers, basically. And uh, DDoS, I believe, starts for like a dedicated denial service, or mm-hmm. yeah, when your traffic becomes too high. Yeah, someone is using a botnet or something to basically take down all these sites, and. Some, I mean, it's so bad that even after getting things like uh, Cloudflare, which is a DDoS uh, defensive website, paying them to defend their website from a DDoS attack, it's failing. Smashboards has still gone down numerous times, and they're trying everything they can to get things back up and running. And this is really staling a lot of things, like, you know, the smaller Smash tournaments that need to be need these websites to run mm-hmm. it needs to get their names out there needs to get their the times the date and times out there and nobody knows what's going on why this is happening like nobody's come out and said why it's just something that is happening and it's really unnerving as you know a podcast who has their roots at smashboards and in the smash community i mean like we still try to be involved with them and that's unsettling to see yeah i'm just i'm just really unsure what's been going on and why it's been going on like i bring up cloudflare again the website they're using to stop this ddos from really affecting the website all of the settings are on high it is on the highest security alert it can go for and still the website is down Hmm. and you know some people are saying it's your website and it's your web browser stuff like that no just everyone just can't get on and you know this had like i mentioned it's stretched over to project m can't get on the project m website uh you can't get on all is brawl and the all is something network i don't know if that if it's affected the others but i'm pretty sure it might have what if it's Sakurai? Yes, it is. Yeah, because he's got those skills while making a game. Mm-hmm. He he can do it one-handed, apparently. Yeah, dude. Darkrai mentions in the Twitch chat it comes at the same time as the Ask Me Anything the AMA on Reddit with oh, uh, the, Mango the and the Mango and Hungry Box. Yes. Yeah, that. That was a thing that was happening, and all of a sudden, you know, it is happening at the same time. I doubt it has anything to do with those two, but, you know... It might have been premeditated. It might. Not so much premeditated, but in reaction to these two, you know, kind of going at it. This whole Mango Nation versus Hungry Box. And I don't know what to think about it, about that. I didn't really consider if that had any bearing on what's going on now, but, you know, with Smash hitting that kind of national gaming scene spotlight with Evo and Mango and the Mango Nation and Hungrybox kind of getting screwed out of his real set mm-hmm. against Wobbles. You know, it's it's something to think about. Reddit is a large community. You, have, you could have that one guy who's just, you know, I'm going to be a dick. Pretty much. Or, you know, someone who's really into Mango or really into Hungrybox and just like, I'm just going to take everything out. Because, you know, it's uh, it's one guy with 
some expendable income can basically, you know, go into the internet underground and get themselves a botnet. It's weird. Yeah. And that, all that drama. It's a bunch of drama. And, you know, it's kind of been nice to see other websites start, you know, they, they're reporting that on this. They're, you know, even picking up some of the slack uh, for the other websites. Uh, Kotaku, in general, actually, has... Um, yes, but at the same time, that is might be you know the kind of attention that this individual wants. Yeah, but what I was going to say is like some of the like I wanted to say they're kind of picking up the slack. Uh, Kotaku has put has you know put forward places where you can still download Project M. Mm. Uh, I know that was helpful for me because I hadn't done two point six B the download for that. Yes, that did come out. Yep. Uh, so. That was helpful for me to get that finally, because it hit around the time where I was just was like, all right, you know what, I'm going to a tournament on Saturday. I better go download that, and then all this was happening. Mm. Yep, so so much drama. Uh, let's wrap up the show a little over time. Apologies there with our YouTube video recommendations. Uh, super, let's start with yours. Uh, I posted it in our chat already, which is a pretty good thing considering I, was, I might have not gotten back into this. <laughs> uh, but my recommendation was the uh, Black and White 2 intro animatic. Uh, let me see if I can get the right Oh, was name. that the one where the main character had a Lucario? Uh, at one point, yeah. That... Okay, I saw that one. That is a really good one. Yeah, an animated trailer short. Mm-hmm. And I also threw in a couple links. Uh, they're just still images. But uh, they are Smash-related, and they are hilarious. Oh, it's, is it the manga? It's the manga. Yes, those are great. So if we can just throw those in the show notes, I'd be pretty happy. Boom! And, and one last recommendation, because, you know, why the hell not? Uh, something that was posted somewhat recently by the Smashboards uh, Twitter account. It was something that was actually posted on Major League Gaming from 2011. It's called Ken Get uh, Ken Got Carried. Ken. It's an article from 2011, and it pretty much goes over the old. Uh, it's uh, it's one of the, it's part of their Know Your Roots series. So Know Your Roots. Ken got Ken gets carried. Uh, it just goes over kind of Ken's, you know, his uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? His, his tenure, his tenure as King of Smash. Okay. Uh, and it even brings into when he was part of Survivor. Ah, uh, yes. And how he placed fifth, and then uh, one of the kind of funny things is uh. After his foray on Survivor, Ken finished second uh, just uh, just a couple weeks after being in Gabon. Survivor Gabon. He, Ken went, on, went to Evo World 2K8 and, play, and finished second. And that was the one with the Rob and the items. Yep. And, yeah, Rob, gosh. items, and using the final smash <sighs> off the edge and someone pointing, out, pointing at him and going, that's why items are balanced or final smashes are What a ridiculous balanced. tournament. Yeah. Tony... Oh, I've posted it. I don't know. I can never remember the duo. They're like the new kind of Chappelle show They're on. Key and Peele. Key and Peele. I don't watch Comedy Central enough. 
But it's this East and West uh, College Bowl. Just look up Key and Pill East and West College Bowl, and it's pretty much... Uh, Yoko, you know how when you're watching football and... I like, do know when I'm watching football. Yeah, and uh, when the game starts, and it's just it, the whole like rundown of all the players, and they say their name and what yes. college they're from. <laughs> it's that, but it's really silly. That's great, and that's just in time for football season to start up, so... Definitely. While we're at it, plugging down the sidelines, part of the Show Me Your News Network. If you're into football, you got to check that show out. We do a contest throughout all the football season where you make picks. You don't have to know anything about football, but simply make predictions. It's a good time there. But, yes, go check out this Key and Peel skit as well. As far as my video goes, Swoozy. Swoozy's a great YouTube channel. If you've never come across his stuff, he's a competitive gamer and YouTube celebrity, and Swoozy is a great storyteller. One of his more recent videos titled Kiss the Girl Gamer. Entertaining to watch. A little... He's the one who's famous for uh, being a Disney employee, and it's Confessions of a Disney Employee. That's you know kind of where Swoozy got his, his big YouTube uh, you know, kind of success, I suppose. But yeah, go go check out Swoozy's Kiss the Girl Gamer. Those are all in our show notes. Easy links for you to check out there when you're listening to this on our website at showmenews.com. Anything else we got to cover today, guys? That's it. That's it. It's been a long show at a a last minute. A lot of news. Definitely a lot of news, for sure. Um, Hopefully we'll have a Nintendo Direct coming up soon, and they'll even... Apparently, rumors of the new iPhone announcement, so maybe even iPad with Retina display for those that are interested to have that rehashed of, is that taking over the handheld, and blah, 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 who cares? Anyway. Kingdom Hearts should be out next time we do this. Oh, yeah. Kingdom Hearts maybe-ish. No, no, it should be out. Close. close. Oh, yeah, apparently something named named Cookie Clicker has... uh... Taken our community by storm, maybe. Yes, uh, apparently I've, that I've, is nothing. I have I have played it, and I accidentally left it open for two days while I was gone. Apparently, I have a lot of cookies now. Cool. Om um, nom 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 nom. When I first played the game, I was just like, "This is stupid." As soon as I navigate away, like everything's gone. Apparently, they did the update, so when I walked right back in, it was like, "Oh, okay." Cookie has cookies. And on that bombshell, it's time to end. With that, I'm Yoko. I'm Super. I'm Tony. And we're out. See ya. Find out more about this show and other podcasts at the Show Me Your News Network, where you can embrace your inner nerd over at showmeyournews.com. Fans can interact with other sminjas at the friendliest community on the net at showmeyournews.com slash forum. Show me your news! So I thought you were going to tell them we were recording today. Huh? I thought you were going to tell them, like, hey, we want to record Thursday. Dude, like, you're the guy who usually does that. Oh. Like, I've never done that before, and you have been the one to do it. Oh, okay. So, So Project M hackers are 
you know, kind of bothering me in a way. I had to rebuild some parts of the texture and hacking beta that I'm trying to get out for the community and all. And uh-huh. apparently, the red Sonic skin is still doing a hard freeze, which means that the one Knuckles uh, model texture that's out there for Sonic is broken, at least in this iteration of Project M. And on Brawl Vault, where all of these are stored, they have so many different Knuckles PSAs, which are the the breakthrough and hacking where like you can create a new character with their own moves and all this, and it's not just like a simple model or even an import or a texture hack. It's just like a, a new character. Like these people try to create Knuckles from scratch, but they're not doing anything to make that Sonic skin into a Knuckles model. Yes. It's frustrating. Lions lead Bills 35-3 to at halftime. That's why it's the last week of preseason. Nobody cares. Yep. 